0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Democratizing SEO podcast. My name is Austin Esayzabar. I am an SEO consultant. I created this podcast for marketing professionals who face the challenge of evangelizing SEO across their business. Is it necessary to evangelize SEO? It is because it allows the SEO channel to be better integrated in the business. You see, SEO is still very new in digital marketing, yet alone marketing as a whole. Many marketers are aware of the channel, but may not yet know how best to integrate it in their business. So it becomes part of the marketing process. I intend to help you with this challenge. Now, before we get into today's topic, let me quickly say... On this podcast, I have a segment where I take listeners' questions. If you have a question you want addressed on the podcast, head over to democratizingseo.com. That's democratizing with a Z, seo.com. Hover over podcast in the navigation menu and click on podcast questions. On this page, you will see a form which you can use to Submit your questions and perhaps it will be featured on the podcast. Now, today's main topic is all about CMS optimization. So with that said, let's jump into this topic. What is CMS optimization? What does it mean? When we think of SEO, we tend to think of aspects on a website we can improve in order to get more visibility in organic search. What are not commonly considered are aspects of a CMS that can be improved to better SEO performance. What do I mean by this? Well, let's walk through a scenario. A website crawl is carried out. This is done to identify the areas of the website that require improvement that needs to be optimised. Let's focus on one area, let's say breadcrumbs. We see we have broken URLs, tens of them. We identify they are caused by the site's breadcrumbs. On a spreadsheet, we list all the pages that have a broken URL, which all come from the breadcrumbs. So we have a spreadsheet. In it we have four columns. The first column has the source pages, the pages that have the broken urls. The second column has the anchor text of the broken urls. The third has the location of the broken urls and they all say breadcrumbs. The fourth column has the recommendation. In this case it is to create pages for these urls. Which are all currently resolving to a to a 4-4. Is this the solution? You may say, Yes, Austin, it is. Okay. Is this the best solution? And does it get to the root of the problem? What I'm aiming to get at is the why of the problem. The reason why a problem exists isn't often Considered when an SEO recommendation is made because SEO and in this case, dev are not in communication, direct communication. In a case like this, the breadcrumbs may have a logic that's attached to the URL structure, i.e. the breadcrumbs follows the URL directories. So if we have a URL directory path, that is not actually a page, and the breadcrumbs follows it, that directory path will be shown in the breadcrumbs trail. And as the directory is not actually a page, it returns a 404. Let's use an example to to illustrate. A new page is created on the site. This page is about personal banking. The URL for the page is created as site.com forward slash online banking forward slash personal banking. The directory path online banking does not have a page. As the breadcrumbs logic follows the URL directory on the personal banking page, the breadcrumbs will show online banking as the previous page. However, as online banking is just a directory path and not actually a page. This creates a fall for. In a tech audit, SEO will identify such an issue and recommend a change. Create a page for online banking. Is this the best solution for this issue? On this site, what if there are A handful of broken URLs coming from the breadcrumbs, which are all unique URLs. What if there are tens of unique URLs or hundreds? Should hundreds of unique pages be created as a solution to this issue? Or is it the logic to the CMS that needs to be addressed? This is the purpose of CMS optimization. It's optimizing the website by improving the logic in the CMS used to operate the website. The logic to a website is usually unknown to SEO. Who knows the logic? The dev team. In your organization, do you have your SEO and dev team communicating directly? You see, a lot of the times The SEO recommendations are a fix, a workaround that ends up not getting to the the root of the issue because SEO are unaware of the intricacies to the build of the website. If they were, the recommendations may be different. How many times have you received SEO recommendations only to be advised by Dev that some recs cannot be executed? The way your CMS works needs to be understood. This understanding may lead to it being optimised. Simply fixing SEO issues without fixing the CMS is a, is a temporary solution, a workaround even. The technical issues identified are certain to come up again. With the example of the breadcrumbs, what happens if a different person set about to create a new page? What if you have a team of five set to create new pages on the site using a CMS that has a logic that has been created without SEO recommendations? Do you see why CMS optimization is important? It's all well using something like WordPress or Drupal, which have a framework that supports SEO and is updated frequently. However, what if your website uses a a CMS that has, has been customised for your business. Was SEO considered when the CMS was created? Or better yet, when last was the CMS upgraded? Was SEO considered as part of that upgrade? For many businesses, the cost of optimising the CMS so SEO recommendations can be implemented is rarely a topic. It typically takes an event of some sort to get the business's attention on why CMS optimization is important. It's important because it lifts major barriers that needs to be removed if organic search traffic is to be improved. A requirement of SEO is to have it implemented. You want to have it operating at its full potential. When SEO cannot be implemented because of the state of the CMS, the CMS must be optimised. Simply having workarounds will leave the channel in a constant state of firefighting. CMS restrictions are something all businesses face when it comes to ensuring their website is profitable. And without a shadow of a doubt, just like you, your competitors are faced with SEO blockages caused by their CMS and just like you, they're faced with the need to improve it. When they invest to improve their CMS and you do not, they have a competitive advantage over your business. When your competitors are able to optimize their CMS, they're able to lift the barriers that impact SEO. When they do this, they're able to execute their SEO strategy and give their websites more search visibility, increasing their site traffic and as a result, their revenue from organic search. This is why I often say that SEO goes far beyond keywords, rankings and links. It's a beautifully unique marketing channel that requires it to have a, a touch point with all departments that have an impact on the website. So you see, simply having technical SEO recommendations from an agency is not the end goal. It's actually towards the, the starting point of a never-ending journey of improvement. This is, after all, what SEO is about, improvement. A necessary step in this journey is to have SEO and dev working closely together, continuously. A project to optimize the CMS can help rankings and also interdepartmental relationships. Now, in the coming months, I'm aiming to have an entire series of SEO working with other departments. For now, let me touch on the reality of having SEO recommendations implemented. Not too long ago, I consulted on-site for an international client. This client had hreflang issues they wanted resolved. Now, on their site, their hreflangs, they were a mess. It was in the header of some pages in the XML sitemap for other pages. I could tell it had been implemented on a very ad hoc basis. I could envision what caused their hreflang issues. The business had a habit of implementing SEO recommendations without understanding the why. This is how I envisioned their hreflang issues arose. The business wanted to improve their SEO. They hired an agency to have a tech audit carried out. This was completed and presented back to them. The recommendations were sent to the dev department. From the Rex, a line item was created and assigned to a dev person as a task. This dev person saw the task and took action to it. He had a look at the CMS and saw there wasn't a functionality to have the hreflangs on the site. He had another look at the ticket and realised It's to add hreflangs to important pages, which are listed on a spreadsheet. He then concludes, well, the quickest way to action this ticket is to manually create the hreflangs in an XML sitemap and then republish the sitemap. For the pages that aren't in the sitemap, I'll hard code the hreflangs onto the head of of each page. It'll be fine. He carried this out across all markets. So, the site has hreflangs implemented. Some in the XML, some in the header, some in both for some reason. And the task is marked as complete. To him, this dev person, this is simply a ticket that has been actioned. Some time goes by and the content team publishes many more pages none of which include the href because the functionality in the cms is still non-existent do you see the many holes in this approach from the very beginning of receiving the tech audit i envision the business develop these href langs issues in this sort of way i set about with a different approach The core of the hreflang issues were due to the CMS not having the functionality to create the tags, and also both dev and content teams not knowing why the tags are important for the business in the first place. These were the two barriers that were underlying to the hreflang issues. Painting this picture to the business was the key to resolving this problem. When this story became clear to the dev team, content team, and marketing team, getting the buy-in from all three departments was actually very simple. Understanding the limitations of the CMS from the content team's point of view and the dev team's point of view was exactly what allowed us to form a project to improve the CMS. In this case, for the objective of having the hreflangs fixed. You see, simply having a spreadsheet and a PowerPoint deck or PDF of the things to fix was not the solution. The functionality of the CMS required optimization. The process of publishing pages required optimization. The communication with the different teams required optimization. When all three teams saw the big picture, we agreed to make it a project to create the hreflang functionality in the CMS. This allowed us to clean up the existing hreflangs, streamline the creation of new ones, and incorporate the addition of the tags in the content team's publication process for future page creation. This is why CMS optimization is necessary. It improves the site's logic and is an integral part of technical SEO. All right, guys, let's leave it there for now. Stay tuned. There'll be more from democratizing SEO. And remember, guys, I'll be taking listeners questions. So if you have a question you want addressed on the podcast, Head over to democratizingseo.com, hover over podcast in the navigation, click on podcast questions and use the form on there to submit your questions. My name is Austin. I'm an SEO guy. I'll be with you on a weekly basis to share with you my thoughts on this beautiful thing we call SEO. All right, guys, that'll do it for now. Until next time. Bye for now.